Welcome to another special edition of State Champs Hang Time. Uh, we had a podcast that uh, we aired yesterday that uh, talked about uh, everything happening in boys basketball. Of course, the uh, the district surprises and what was going on in regionals, kind of a preview of what was going to happen for the regional finals. Right. So we are back and uh, we want to give our, our uh, love to the girls and uh, talk about what is going on in the state semifinals, which are now set. And uh, this year will be happening at Calvin College. So we have got Scott Bernstein, Jeff Dulak, and Tom Markowski. And I promise you, he is neither in the North Pole, nor is he on the tarmac at Metro or on an Air Force base somewhere. Uh, we just, uh, you know, are, um, it's just the magic of Wi-Fi and Internet that you, that you may hear some, some uh, sounds. And I promise you, it is not a... Uh, a celestial force either that is probably uh, but uh, the important thing is we can hear hear Tom so uh, first off Tom how you doing doing great all right wait, wait, waiting for the semis and finals and anxious to see the boys next week as well Absolutely, absolutely. So, yep. uh, well, let's get right into it, and let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, maybe we'll do it by class. Yeah. Let's I've talk. seen, personally, I've seen more girls basketball yeah, in the last two weeks Scott was than ex- I've seen all year. Yeah, yes, Scott was it's excited to be a part of yeah. this particular podcast because he feels he's schooled up now. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been exciting. Hey, Scott, who's, the be- who's the best team you've seen well, in the I- last week? I, I really like what I saw from Saginaw Heritage yesterday. Yeah. Oh, they, I, I didn't ex- I didn't expect them to uh, put the, uh, the 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 pounding on Clarkston like they did. I mean, yeah. I expected Heritage to win the game. I thought Clarkston could have played with them, but uh, a seventy twenty five final um, was. I think uh, that was that was one of the more surprising scores. Yeah, that's no, it's unbelievable. Tom and I actually were at the Country Day Saginaw Heritage game not too long ago, and I had not seen either team. I I was expect you know we're all expecting Country Day to kind of roll through here. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming I have not. Tried, I'm assuming they won last night, yeah, they, right? Yeah. They got yeah. Tom Markowski's pick and uh, made <laughs> yeah, him pay Freeland, for it. Freeland went down and first to blame. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. but they they uh, they made a push there in the second half. Yeah, they did. Uh, Freeland did. They had to pull away there in the fourth yep. quarter. Okay. All right. Well, the important thing is uh, again we were you know I was really there to I thought we were going to see a really really solid game. Really, Saginaw Heritage controlled it pretty much throughout. They are a machine. Yeah, and not only that, last week we had them taking on Flint, Carmen, Ainsworth. We're like, well, let's for sure get that game on state champs because I think Ainsworth had like 22 wins or something on the season. Looked like they were strong. And and I tell you, they won by... 23. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it looks like Heritage is the real, real and Clarks, deal. Clarkson's and, got... And, and now that East Kentwood's out of the of right. realm here, they got beat in the district. Right. You know, East Lansing is on the other side of the bracket, and uh, so I don't think it's I don't think it's Heritage Trophy right now. Right. I think they'll have to earn it the next couple of days. Right. It's, they it's, have to be the favorite. Since East Kentwood went down, it's been a collision course. East Lansing and Saginaw Heritage, yeah. Heritage both unbeaten. And, you know, this is kind of what we signed up for a lot, like what I think a lot of us are hoping for in the boys' basketball yeah. Class A skyline in Clarkston. Well, I'll tell you, I really can't re- It seems like, yeah, again, really some great matchups are building towards the Final Four. We're going we're gonna to see it here in girls, and I think we're going to really see it in the guys, and that's good for the game. But for that's Heritage right. to have their way with a Clarkston right. team that's got three yeah, girls yeah, that will right. probably play in college, uh, uh, Kayla... Um, 
Lukenbach. Lukenbach is uh, headed to Oakland University, and yeah. she's just you know a very uh, diverse talent. Right. And she's really expanded her skill set this last couple of years. In her first couple of years in, in high school, she was more of just a post threat. Now she can step outside. She can hit the three. She can handle the ball at the top of the post. Right. Um, and she's a great passer. Then you add Madison Beck and Molly Nicholson um, mm-hmm. in that front court. That's one of the better front courts that I've seen in the last couple of years. And for Heritage to just have their way with them, just manhandle yeah. Clarkson in that front court, uh, just speaks to the the level of exe- level of execution that Heritage is displaying right now. And he was asking me about Heritage, and I told him how good they are. Yeah. You know, they're very well rounded or balanced. They got a post player, they got a shooter, they got a player, Mo Joyner, that can do just about everything. Yeah. And what our, we ended our conversation in is that 10, 15 years ago, there were more teams like Heritage around the state. Yep. Now there's just a few that are that good and that right. well rounded. Right. And you, well, yeah. We've discussed before that girls basketball, and, and I know Scott would agree with this, in Oakland County has really declined in the last dozen years, but I think it's statewide. Yeah. Well, for Heritage, they, that team takes on the uh, image of Mo Joyner, and the way yes. Mo Joyner yeah. plays translates to all of her teammates. Agreed. And uh, she's got such a motor and such a, a high basketball IQ in addition to the natural talent. Yeah. Um, good. I mean, good guard play. Yeah. Obviously, they got some wings that can shoot threes, and if they get hot, uh, you've got to come out there to guard them, and then they've got some some presence inside that yes, can muscle it up real, to the game. To really good post players. Yeah. 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 So now I, I apologize not having my notes in front of me that are updated because there's just through quarters. So who will Heritage play? King? Uh, Gross Point North. Gross Point North. I was at, okay. I was North took game. out King last okay. night. I was at the game last night. It was funny. Uh, Gross Point North's coach, Gary Bennett, said all season long he's told his team that they're not a top 10 team. They're not an elite team. And they're a team that he hadn't started believing in. They're going to Calvin College. They might not be an elite team, but uh, Julie Arall is an elite player. Yep. She's going to Michigan State. Yeah. She had like 28 points and yep. six boards last night. Six blocks. Six blocks. Wow. Yeah. And uh, she she can shoot the basketball and you know right. like some uh, she can shoot the basketball like yeah. an ace marksman. Right. Uh, well, and and she's one of the better uh, outside uh, perimeter players that I've seen in a while. Right. What was really impressive uh, from Arall last night was you know obviously King is going to make the run and you know. Uh, North was up 23-15 at halftime. Um, not long into the third quarter, King cut it down to 29-27, and Arol took over, scored nine straight points, and, and Gross Point North, you know, you know, built that first lead back up. To the, first time to the Final Four since 2010. Yep. And then you you go back and you look at, um, at in the closing seconds, uh, Kings Janae, uh, Del Janae Williams had a chance to tie the game with a three at the buzzer, and Arol came out of nowhere, blocked it out of bounds. I, she, she's just the do everything. Very you know, active. Very for that. active. Yeah. Uh, not someone who just settles for the outside. Shot. Shot, even though, like I said, she's one of the better perimeter guards. Right, but or, she has the size to be able to play in the in post. A while, but just someone who wants to get after it on both sides of the floor. I came away really impressed with Gross Point North. Sometimes you, you, with a team that I wasn't familiar with, you don't expect big things from. I kind of just walked in assuming King would, would end up winning. And Gross Point North. And one you know, thing we should mention uh, and send our regards to, to the King family, yes. William Winfield. You know, one of the the true gentlemen of, of yeah. the girls basketball the icon. world. Uh, you know, the third. I think he's the third winningest coach uh, in in state history. It's been on the sidelines since 1984. Uh, he had a stroke 
the night of the district finals. Oh wow! Um, didn't actually just uh, didn't show up for the district finals, and you know the, the team was very worried. They didn't yeah. know where he was after the game. Um, some of the assistant coaches went over to his house and and found him uh, on the floor, and they had to call the uh, wow. ambulance Jeez. and get him to the hospital. Supposedly he's doing he's doing better. He's recovering, Good. but Good. you know hadn't been on the sidelines since the district semis, and. Um, you know that that was you know uh, King was playing with a heavy heart. It's a legend. Uh, absolutely. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. So what happens when you, think, when you so think of basketball? Yeah. Oh in yeah. The, when you oh. think of girls basketball in the PSL, you automatically think of William Winfrey. Well, if I'm else. right, Tom, he used to have that great hair, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Years ago, he had that big pro and big he would one. always be dressed up. Really oh yeah. To the, the T and. You know, and when I heard about William, I, I really felt bad for him, the program, because you're right, Scott. He, if you think about girls basketball in the city, you think of William. Yeah, Hunt. absolutely. Yeah, for no question. So, what happened between Wayne Memorial and Heartland? Uh, that game was uh, an impressive game. You know, it's a, it's a two you know dueling styles of, of play. You know, Heartland wants to play it, slow it down, play in yep. the half court. Yep. Wayne Memorial wants to speed it up. Wayne Memorial, you know, dictated. great guard play yes. against a, a great post player, yeah. a great up and coming yeah. post player. Whitney Solom, a sophomore for Heartland, six foot four. She had probably twenty two and fifteen last night. But Camry Clegg, who's just you know a, a superstar, she's probably my favorite girls basketball player in the state right now. She's great. Her and Janae Terry each dropped sixteen, led Wayne Memorial to the fr- final four for the first time in school history. Uh, quick note about Wayne Memorial: four years ago, when Jarvis Mitchell first arrived. Arrived at Wayne World, they were 0 and 20. Wow. Four years later, wow. Zebra Power. They're, they're going to Calvin College for the Final Four. And it just speaks, you know, worlds to what he's done with that program. Because Wayne Memorial never been to a Final Four, had never won a regional title. And for him to turn that program around in four years, that that first year for Jarvis Mitchell, that marked the third year with just one win total for so, Wayne Memorial. And so Terry, that, and Terry and Clegg will both be playing Power Conference uh, basketball yep. at the college level. Terry has 30 offers. Clegg is, uh, is committed to, or signed with uh, Clemson. Clemson. So yep. now we're going to have the runner-up to Miss Basketball, Cameron. Clay going up against Miss Basketball, Jada Hampton in the Final Four and yep. the semifinals. And you know what was so impressive uh, with the East Lansing's win yesterday mm-hmm. was that uh, Jada Hampton got into early foul trouble, mm-hmm. and she had to kind of pass the baton to her teammates and uh, players like Aza Nye and uh, Ali um, Nye. There's, there's, there's two. There's two Nye yes. sisters. Yeah, so. there's two of them. Uh, and. Um, and I think I think to Scott's point, you know how well that they played with Jada Hampton in foul trouble. A lot of people can make the argument that on certain nights, one of the nice sisters is the best player on the court. Right, and you, it just speaks to the depth, and I guess you know just the firepower East Lansing has on most nights. And I I, I think that's going to come up really big in the semifinals, and if they make it past Wayne Morrill in the finals, and they're right. a really good shooter in Allura uh, Lofton. Well, let's call yes, it out yeah. since uh, we can close out A. We've got our final four, Gross Point North and Heritage. I think we all would predict that Heritage will move on yep. to the finals in that one. Uh, East Lansing and Wayne Memorial, who you got? I got to take it. Go East Lansing, you know, they played a tough schedule. Yeah. They win twice this year. Uh, you know, you have the missed basketball winner, and Coach Smith does a great job. I, I think it's going to be a two two heavyweights in that final nothing against Wayne Memorial right and you know you look at the schedule they played they might have played a tougher schedule a little bit than East Lansing mm-hmm. the true of their losses was the Edison and they right. weren't blowout they were right right and Edison's on fire yeah they are and yeah. for 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 Memorial I mean this this could be like no matter what happens from, from this point forward they've 
kind of reach a zenith in their in their program. Right. Yeah. So I, I look at you know East Lansing more as like this is a team that's built for a state championship, and if they don't win a state right. championship, it's a disappointment. Right. Wayne Memorial. Wayne Memorial. Although they have two, I mean, excellent all-state college-bound guards. Yep. You know, this is uh, uncharted territory for them, and you know, I think that's gonna you know kind of play out uh, in the final four because I think East Lansing is you know they're zero, they're 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 dialed in uh, on winning that state title. Wayne Memorial might just kind of be happy to be. All there. right, I'm right. calling my shot. I'm calling Wayne Memorial. Gonna pull it out. I'm gonna say that uh, the guard play is gonna be the difference. They're gonna run up and down the floor and somehow find a way to I, win I'll, I'll, I just, at the end because sometimes when you get there, it's all about this is it. You know what I mean? This isn't like we've had pressure on us. We're here. Let's go do this. Let's finish. And sometimes there's a little chip on your shoulder. I think Camry Clegg is a tremendous competitor, yeah. and she's going to want to one-up whatever Jada Hampton's doing on the I other just, side. I'm so impressed by, by East Lansing being able to get into the semifinals and win a quarterfinal yeah. game without much right. contribution from Hampton. No, yeah, they're deep. I, I, they're deep. I'll, no, I'll, I'll take East Lansing as well. I'm tempted yeah. to take Wayne That's Memorial. That's all right. I'll, st- I'll um, go out on a limb. I do it all the time. But I think you know the, the issue with with last with last night's game. You know, Hart- I don't even know if Hampton was in double figures last right. night. But Hartland really struggled against you know, you know Wayne Memorial's pressure and you know three quarters court press. I don't think that's going to be a factor for East Lansing. I think they'll handle it a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I would say the only thing that uh, Wayne Memorial may have going against them is they've not really had a tough road here uh, in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah. So sometimes all of a sudden you get hit with this, you know, really, really great team. Um, you got to step it up. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Uh, I think we all, you know, feel that this is Saginaw Heritage year, uh, no matter who they go up, even if it's East Lansing. Am I correct? I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling East Lansing. Go yeah, I'm feeling East Lansing. Gonna win it all. Okay, so you, all right, so you're uh, calling I'm, your shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with East Lansing. Right. I'm a really big fan of the, the the firepower on that team. When you take Aja and Aaliyah Nye, Jada Hampton, like Scott said, Allura Lofton. Allura Lofton. Yep. I I just I really like East Lansing. All right, there you go. We'll see what happens. It's going to be exciting. Absolutely. Of course, you'll be able to see all the highlights on State Champs Sunday morning at 9 a.m. And, and, and really look for uh, Heartland's um, center, uh, Whitney Solomon, to be a, a, a real force to be reckoned with as we go forward the next couple of years. I'll call my shot right now. Yeah. Two years from now, that's Miss Basketball. Okay. Call it right All now. right, there you go. And we'll have uh, Tom Markowski, Steve Vetter, right, covering the girls' basketball yeah. finals, writing some stories. Go to statechampsnetwork.com uh, to get all the insight and uh, of what's happening. First time out at Calvin College, so that'll be an experience and uh, see how they host that uh, particular event. I'm really curious to see how many show up. We don't really have any West Side teams yep. uh, competing right. this year, so uh, everyone's going to have to make that that drive, and you know we'll kind of see how that affects, especially with the opening of the NCAA tournament this weekend yep but it'll be interesting uh i expect good crowds there okay. uh grand rapids is a great place for it is they, they do a great job of hosting events uh but at the same time you're right lauren there it, it's good if they would have had one local team whether it's right. south christian or east kenwood yeah to help some of the fans that's right. That's right. I mean, you know, so we'll see. Uh, I mean, if they'd have been in East Lansing this year, obviously with East Lansing there, it would have been just <laughs> and crazy. And Heritage isn't far away. Yeah, you know? and, you know, even Wayne Memorial, it's only yep. an hour and 15 compared to 245. Right. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it turns out. I think it's going to be great basketball regardless. Let's move to Class B and uh, find out who are in the semifinals here. Uh, obviously, we talked about Country Day already. Who will they be taking on, Muskegon Ogridge or Kingsley? Kingsley. Kingsley. I was at that game last night. Kingsley is uh, 
how should I, a, a poor person version of Saginaw Heritage, and that's no <laughs> okay. knock against them. Right. They just don't have any superstars. Right. They have a lot of good players. Um, kind Kingsley's of a on, mix of some seniors. Um, Kingsley's but, unbeaten, you know, right? Well coached. They like to play defense, and they held uh, Oak Ridge to 39 points yeah. last night, forced 12 turnovers in the first half, really got Oak Ridge out of their game. But coach at Oak Ridge told me that, you know, they have turned the ball over 12 times total in the previous five games. So yeah. perhaps they were a team that wasn't ready for that type of pressure. And I think Kingsley can play with Country Day. I just don't know if they have the star power to, um, how should I say, uh, you know, really come up with a basket when they need it to maybe stop one of Country Day. And just runs. like uh, with East Lansing kind of doing it in the quarters without, you know, a ton of contribution from Hampton, uh, Country Day got through, you know, uh, Kayla Webb and Maxine Moore, although on the floor for most of that game, but uh, you know it was really the supplemental people, the complementary uh, pieces on that mm-hmm. team, Adrian Folks and, and Jasmine uh, Powell, that yeah. you know did most of the heavy lifting uh, in, in that quarters in the quarterfinal yeah, last year. Against Heritage, I thought Jasmine Powell was the best best player. player. Country Day, did. so that, yeah, that, I agree. That, that depth factor really plays well for for Country Day uh, going uh, going forward. Yeah, it's interesting. Oak Ridge had to go to overtime to beat Grand Rapids South Christian, so right. they obviously found a way to uh, get themselves right. in position. Was a very competitive team, so that was yeah. a big win for Oak Ridge. But Kingsley, you know, twenty six and zero. Yeah, really. Twenty six and zero. They played. They played two four point games this year. Uh, one was in the regionals. They really haven't had to be, you know, pushed into a corner. And you know, Country Day is going to put some pressure on them. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Kingsley responds, especially if they trail in that first half. You know, I, I think in that game, the the X factor is Maxine Moore. Um, she's kind of been the unsung hero of the Country Day team for like the last three years three now, the years, fourth yeah. year, because you, you look at she's a player that you know she wasn't the star that Destiny Pitts was. She wasn't you know the the star that Kayla Webb is. But she just gets the job done. She's kind yeah. of she's kind of a guarantee for like fifteen and eight every night. And in the post, the last couple of years, she you know she was in the shadow of uh, Tyler Bennett, yes. who I believe is at Clemson now. Yep. And uh, Maxine's you know in her own right is going to go play college basketball. She's going to play Division One basketball at Western Michigan. Yep. And you know she's a bruiser. She's yeah, someone she that, is. that she's wants to real uh, you know uh, you know get 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 on the blocks and and really uh, bang around there for rebounds and and she's great underneath the basket she doesn't miss many layups and then she can kind of step can out, out yeah. she can step out and hit the 10 15 footer yeah all right so on the other side of the bracket we had Michigan Center and Harper Woods Chandler Park going at it last night Michigan Center got that one yeah they did um, what was the score in that game score in that game uh, 63 49 okay center so Michigan Center, a team that uh, you know has kind of uh, been, they took care of Ida and New Boston Huron in the uh, regionals, and then in the quarters now Chandler Park. Um, what do we know about Michigan Center? Well, Michigan Center is uh, in the past have been a Class C school, and just recently okay. in the last you know few years they've moved up to Class B, and I always question that. Uh, I think it happened to Pittsburgh this year when yes, you know, they camps and they go to C lost they early, get beat the district. Yeah. You know, good, you know, congratulations to Michigan Center, but I'm not sure they're ready for this level of play. Right, right. So Hamilton and Jackson Northwest was the other matchup. Northwest won one that. Yeah. Okay. And, you that know, was J- a tough game. Jackson Northwest has been tested all playoffs long. Uh, the regional semifinal, they beat Marshall 43-42. In the regional final, they beat Fowlerville by five. And then they, they won last night by seven. So this yeah. is a team that's been tested. You know, and, and Jackson Northwest, I had them two most of the year. Yep. And I ended up at number two. And I had them 
and I kept them there even though they had a loss. Kingsley doesn't have a loss. I just think Jackson Northwest plays a real tough schedule. Yeah. You just mentioned the teams they played in the tournament. Marshall, even though they were down this year, they're a young team, and they got better and better as the year goes on. Watch out for Marshall next year. For Michigan yeah, Center, Sal Conkle's a great coach. For Michigan Center, though, they, they have a, a primetime player in Mason Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, she had 26 last night. So, okay. you know, anytime you got a player that uh, at that caliber that can go for 25, 30 points in a game, you know, it's you know, it's wide open. Right. All right, so let's call our, our matchups who we think is going to get through the, the uh, semifinals and who will get to the finals. Uh, well, country country Day. Go got to go with Northwest in that one semi. Yeah. I, I agree. I really think the way Country Day is playing now, I think, Lauren, when we saw Country Day yeah. against Heritage, we saw Country Day in a funk. Yes. Yep. And, and since that time, they have risen themselves out of that funk. You know, think, yeah. We're credit to the coaching staff because they did not play well that day. Right. And since that game, they have played well. So I'd, I'd be surprised if Country Day does not win the thing. Right. Right, so uh, I concur. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm right on board with everything Tom just said. Jackson Northwest and Country Day, and Country with Day again with all. our uh, documentary we are doing on Frank Orlando, the Legend series. It will be a fitting uh, tribute to see him get another state town. I don't think he's done yet either. I think he's uh, still got in his mind that he's he's gonna and come back next year. And Jasmine Powell and Max. Yeah, he is having fun. No, yeah. I think he's enjoying it. And he's actually doing well. You know, he had a little bit of yeah. a stroke and, yep. and an issue yep. um, that we've talked about. And uh, he, um, you know, he's he's he laughs about it. I mean, he's kind of like, you know, all of a sudden, I, I you know, my heartbeat or whatever was, uh, you know, extremely low. And, and like, you got to go to the doctor right now, right now. And uh, uh, anyway, he's, um, you know, he's, he's handling it in stride and always a great, great attitude. And, and, uh, and he's those- getting... Those players love yeah, Frank. Yeah. You know, last year Destiny they Pitt. Live, yes. They live yeah. for Frank Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last year's state championship wasn't you yeah. know for Country Day or any other players. That was for Coach Orlando. They they love yeah. Frank. And, it gets, it's a phrase that sometimes gets overused, but that yeah. is a family. And, and that from, is a basketball team from, that is a family. From Ariel Powers, who's gone on to greatness, what Pitts is doing yeah. uh, is freshman of the year. Freshman of the year in the, the Big, Big Ten. Ten. You know, Kayla Webb has certainly got a huge upside. Yeah. Uh, you go back to Amber Dean, who played with right, right. Um, Aerial Powers, right. and then you have Madison Williams, who was McDonald's All American. Right. The long shot for Miss Basketball next year is that Jasmine Powell. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. to yeah. me, uh, yeah. and to give a quick plug to, to my blog on statechampsnetwork.com, yep. Bernie's Bites, yep. uh, in the next couple days, we're going to have something about, or that I'm going to uh, write something about, or I'm in the process of writing right now about underrated girls basketball players in the state, girls that maybe don't. Have all the scholarship offers, but that, that you need to know about. Yeah, and you know Jasmine Powell is you know at the top of that list, and then you know Maxine Moore, who they call Maxie Buckets. Yeah, she's going to Western Michigan, and she's got a college scholarship, and and she's headed to the, the Division One ranks. But you know she really uh, gets overlooked when you're talking about the best girls basketball players in the state. So when you got two uh, an underrated tandem in in Moore and Powell, uh, you know to augment. Uh, what Kayla Webb does at the point, you know, it, 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 it's really yours to lose. Right. So as we go over to Class C, I think everyone was, uh, you know, hoping that we would get a Depsa Arbor Prep matchup in the finals. Uh, just. Yeah, so uh, both those teams uh, were able to win. Let's talk about the the final four in Class C. You know, you well, I think what you can overlook is Pawama Westphalia. Mm. Uh, let's go back last year. They only lost by two points to Edison in the final. Here they are playing again in the semifinal. And, right. And I agree, Lauren. I think when once Edison lost to Arbor Prep, I think a lot of people said, 
well, what would happen if they played again? Yeah. And, you know, it very well could happen, but I wouldn't sell Wamo short on this no. one. Uh, undefeated, no. played well all season mm. long. But that being said, Edison might be the best team in the state. Yeah, they very very well could be, but the one thing you have to look at that kind of plays in Puamo's favor is Puamo West Valley has played in some close games in the playoffs. Edison has not. They, they right. this team is blown by the competition. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and to their to their credit for that matter, it could be a factor, Jeff. Right. Yeah. So if if we're getting down to crunch time, fourth quarter comes, you know Edison is up five, or it's it's you know a, a, a close game. You know Puamo's been there. They've 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 been through some of these battles. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if Puamo knocks them off. On top of the fact that the motivation that you know they want retribution. Sure. Sure, been there, done that. You know, they've been there. They've gotten that close. They've smelled it. They yep. want to, they want to close the deal. Um, I think on the other side, um, what was the final between Arbor Prep and Schoolcraft? Arbor Prep beat Schoolcraft sixty-one fifty-five. So okay, much closer so than good I game. I, I ex- was undefeated. That's what I was okay. gonna say. I was expecting Schoolcraft to be in that. It sounds like they were to the yep. end. Um, you know, Maple City Glen Lake with a narrow win over Saint Ignace. Yeah, um, that that might have been the best C quarterfinal there. Yeah, that Glen Lake and Saint Ignace. So look at the Glen Lake basketball. Boys, yeah, boys, boys and girls. Yeah. It's a right. uh, yeah. It's a two-headed monster in right. Glen Lake right now. Kind of depths of two. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah you know, still yeah. hanging. Uh, yeah, it's, it's we could have said that about Clarkson until yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so looks like then uh, you know Arbor Prep and Glen Lake. You think it, Glen I Lake think it's can? A tough game. I'm, yeah. I'm tempted to pick Glen Lake in that mm-hmm. one, but oh. you know Arbor Prep. Much like Edison plays a much tougher schedule yes. than anybody last season. They're, they're both independents. They schedule whoever they can get. They'll schedule A, B, C, whoever yeah. they can yep. get. So I think because of that, it's not a big deal for those girls to play in this game. No, they're they not got, they be got intimidated. A, right. They play tough, tough teams all season long. So I got to go with Arbor Prep and Edison to win, and Edison to win at all. They got a superstar too. Yep, Lasha Petrie. Lasha Petrie is going yes. to Bradley, and someone you could have made a really uh, strong argument that she should have been in the Mister ba- uh, Miss Basketball finalists, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she might be playing with a little chip on her shoulder because she, you know she she wasn't included in that group. Lasha, uh, yes, she was. Lasha was one of the top four. Yeah, oh, she I was. I, I was got to say, what right, so you see, I'm in my, my lack universe. of girls yes, basketball knowledge is starting to rear its head. Okay, I thought she she, she, she got it. I didn't think she made the top three. Yep, she did. Top. Yep, they had four. Um, but well deserved too. I yeah. Debate that all year, uh, all night long, or all day long. But I thought there should have been more candidates. But that's true. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was, I was talking. Definitely deserved to be. Well, a, obviously, yeah. if if um the the uh girl from Williamson, if she hadn't got hurt. Uh, she would have yeah. been in that mix. There's no Same question. Same with Kayla Bellis from, from right. Ithaca. From Ithaca, yeah. Um, but I was talking to Matt Mowry, who very few people you know know uh, Southeast Michigan basketball better than girls basketball better than Matt. Um, he said when he's seen Lasha play a couple times this year, and he, if he had a vote for Miss Basketball, he would have put it in for Lasha Petrie, which says a lot to, to, to the type of season. Third or fourth? I believe fourth. Yeah, I believe fourth. Okay. Um, well, let me let me uh, change my argument. Uh, you can make a very strong argument <laughs> that she could have been in that top two. There right. you go. But uh, I I always believe in star power. So you look at yeah. Lasha Petrie, you look at Rakia Jackson for Detroit Edison, who could be Miss Basketball next year. Right. Um, you, 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 she, there's no question she's the front runner. Yeah, she, I mean she has to no, be. Yeah, Jackson and Julia Aroll. Yeah, yeah, Julia Aroll. That's a very good point. Right. Um, so all right, we're, 
We're uh, we're talking uh, the girls' basketball semifinals, given our preview and as well as predictions on what's going to happen this weekend at Calvin College. Scott Bernstein, Jeff Dulac, I'm Lauren Plant. Tom Markowski is on a 747 over the Pacific <laughs> somewhere, uh, but uh, is able to join us from his seat, his first class it's like seat. Top Gun. He's in a fighter jet yeah. with Tom Cruise and yeah. Anthony Edwards. <laughs> exactly. So uh, a few technical difficulties, if you bear with us. We wanted to make sure we included uh, Mr. Markowski Going over here. to Class D, what about those? Uh, That's what I was going to say. Tried and true, Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes. The uh, the fighting the Robacks. Don't be surprised if Lynx wins it all. They, oh, wow. wow. They got a lot of familiar names. Uh, uh, Tiffany Scenarius, whose brothers, uh, uh, Devin and, and Clay, were, were great yep. football players. Yeah. They also played on the basketball team that got to the Final Four. Uh, Isabella Klein, whose uh, older brother, Andrew, Andrew Klein, was a, you know, a, a, a first-team All-State uh, basketball player who's now playing at Rochester College, and then obviously you go to the the rowback, the the well that that, that <laughs> constantly keeps on uh, g- giving tons of water, uh, and, and and the most the most recent rowback, Brooklyn rowback, a freshman playing really well, and and she, her play is very reminiscent of uh, the original, uh, or I shouldn't say the original, the 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 the, the rowback that started the state championship, um, you know, the string of state titles, Lauren. Yep. Yeah, like ten years ago. Yeah, now. One thing you can always count on, Scott, is taxes and the rollback. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Well, you talk That's about taxes and rollback. Uh, yeah, exactly. You talk about uh, uh, not being challenged in the playoffs. Kingston won 47 to 9 in the game before against Fulton. So, uh, obviously, you know, sometimes you, you, you get into the next game and all of a sudden you're in it and you find yourself out of it real quick because yeah. uh, you just haven't been challenged. And Kingston was number two in the state and. and right. And Waterford Lady Lakes just, you know, had their way with them. Yeah. Uh, What was the final score? A lot of teams are like that, wherever they are. You know, you have to play your league schedule. Sometimes you just don't play a really great competition to get to, you know, let's say a quarterfinal or regional final, wherever it may be, and you're not prepared for that. Lakes Lakes beat Kingston uh, 42-28. Okay. They had had put 50-plus in their games before, so they obviously have been been doing a good scoring. How about uh, Gaylord, St. Mary, and... uh, Chassel? Chassel comes out on top. Chassel whooped them. Yeah. Whooped them, huh? They got them by like 17. Yeah, 58-41. That one was uh, held at the Sioux. Oh. So, you know, uh, a lot of people thought that Munising would be that team coming out of the UP, but Chassel has played really well all season, and it kind of snuck up on people. So I think that was a statement game for them, and congratulations. I think I think they're they're definitely the dark horse. So I you agree. think Waterford, though, will get through that bracket and get over to the final? Competition. Competition. Okay. But in, right. in the final, they're gonna they're gonna meet the team that I think is gonna end up running away with a state championship. Uh, I've been really high on Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart for the last couple of years. They've played in the last two state finals. They've yes. kind of taken their lumps against yeah. a, a good Pittsburgh team. Uh, Scout Nelson is a, a tremendous point guard for for Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, and I, I really think that this is this is their year. And who will they be well, matched up with? One all year long, Jeff, and I yeah. think that's, they're kind of the favorite daughter, so to speak, to win Class D. Yep. But I picked Adrian Lenaway Christian before the state tournament. Uh-huh. The reason I did that is I thought they played a tougher schedule than Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. Getting back to what we were talking about, Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes. Right. Um, Sacred Heart did not play a tough schedule. And right. Again, they one of the best teams they play is within their league, and they just don't play a lot of good teams outside of their league. I think that comes to play tomorrow. I'm gonna, uh, on, and I'm going to stay with Lenaway Christian to win that game. But I'm not so sure they're going to win the state title because I think Lakes 
You know, I don't know. It, I'm, I'm going to stay with Lenaway Christian because I picked him before the tournament. Well, there's. I'm not so sure. Uh, right yeah, now. they're scoring a ton of points. I don't know how many they have. How many they have last night? Sixty. They doubled up Athens, sixty-two thirty-one. Right, That's sixty-nine the game before, sixty-two the game before that, and that was against Portland St. Patrick and Plymouth Christian. I mean, those are those are decent programs, yeah. and uh, uh, they're just they're just lighting it up. So it sounds like uh, it's going to be a track meet against uh, Sacred Heart. Yeah. Sacred um, likes to play defense. Look at their okay. scores, what they give up. Yeah, up not a lot. 20 points against uh, Fruitport Calvary Christian, yep. 33 against Bear Lake, and I don't know what they Tw- gave up 24 last night. Against, 24 uh, against Tom's, Tom's Town of Onekama. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Fighting Markowskis. Yes, exactly. Um, All right, so we're so we're so we're uh, are we pretty we're I think well, we're kind of split. Yeah, we're kind of split on this one. So what do you got, Scott? Uh, I'm going to go with Lakes. Okay. I think uh, no matter who they play, whether it be Lenawee or Sacred, uh, Heart. Sacred Heart, I think they're going to win this. I think that um, you know that experience factor bodes so well. Uh, they're, they're just it's like it, it doesn't seem like it's March if Waterford Our Ladies. Lakes girls basketball team isn't playing for a state title, right. and that's a credit to Steve Roback, who's been the architect of this run the last decade. And uh, Tiffany Cenarius has, you know, got uh, her Lakes program the last couple years. Mm-hmm. She's had them knocking on the door. They made it to the uh, Final Four a couple years ago, and I think they finally break through and, and, and they, they uh, uh, you know, put that banner up uh, and, and you know, you know, kind of match what. Uh, Lauren Roback and Carly Cottrell and yep. uh, Ava Deutsch did, and Lexi Roback, yep. what they did a few years back. All right, well, just real quick, um, because we kind of put it in the rundown, but I think we can just, you know, we've talked about all the okay. players already, is uh, just with reference to Miss Basketball and Jada Hampton getting that title this year? Well deserved. Well, you know, I had her ranked in the number three in the preseason, so I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really totally surprised, especially yeah. when you look at the dynamics. Jeff and I touched on this earlier when we were uh, when when it was announced that she yep. won. You had three players from Southeast Michigan in that mm-hmm. top. Four. You, yeah. you got to include Ann Arbor prep, obviously. Right. When when you look at being in Southeast Michigan, yeah. I just think, and it's happened before. This is not something new. Is that you have a concentration of, of athletes in an area that they're going to split votes. Now look at the votes on on Miss Basketball. It was very very close. There was not a slam dunk. Right. There. Um, and, and I'm not saying Jada didn't deserve this. I'm just saying regionally there were more people in the Lansing area who were just concentrating on voting for Jada. Yep. Southeast Michigan, they got split. Yeah, one of the things Dan Young talked about is how much her game improved this year. How uh, she, you know, had a, 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 you know, she was strong in many areas, except, you know, uh, her shooting wasn't as, as good as her outside shooting. Her she was more of a slasher. Yeah, yeah. more of a slasher. And uh, he said, uh, and her free throws, he said, increased by. Uh, I don't know, thirty percent or forty percent this year. So uh, she became, you know, a better player, and uh, in a lot of the games that uh, that he had seen, and people who have talked about that Jada Hampton was this the best player on the right. floor. Lansing uh, area is great for bas- girls basketball. Oh, yeah. absolutely. No question yeah. that she played a lot of good teams, good competition. Yeah. Again, you know, they're undefeated. Yeah. I have no problem. And yeah. Wichita, Wichita State's getting a gem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she she is like uh, you know the prototypical wing. And someone that uh, can go inside and out, and you know, with the with the improvement in her skill set, you know, I think the sky's the limit for her at the Cosmo. See, well, go ahead. See, the way I, I look at Miss Basketball, I believe Jada Hampton is very deserving. But when you have it set up kind of the way that the, that BCAM did for the voting, 
when I saw that list come out, my first thought was Jada Hampton's going to win Miss Basketball. And it's kind of because you have such a concentrated, you know, out of state. Everybody out of state was going to going to look at Jada Hampton. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Jordan Walker last year. You had a lot of Southeast Michigan players last year. Jordan Walker out at Mona Shores had that West Side vote. Yeah. So the way I kind of look at what I'd like to see is just kind of sprinkle in, you know, break it down maybe more by region. You know, every year you should have the best player in Grand Rapids that they think should be in a, as a finalist for Miss Basketball, maybe further up north. Just to kind of break it down because when you have the voting style that they do you're talking about you're splitting three players splitting with Southeast Michigan votes and the rest of the player you know and Jada Hampton pretty much getting that, that out of state vote yeah so you're kind of it's kind of tipping the scales in one favor one you know favor. I would say unlike boys basketball the women's basketball or the girls basketball you know they don't travel as much so that right. uh, they can be showcased in other parts of the state uh, I think that and Tom and I have talked about it for years it's not always the case but if you can get yourself to the final four as a junior and people can see your skills yep. you have a better shot at them taking a closer look at you the next year because they've seen you play and unfortunately I don't know if we saw so much of that like we I know we didn't see it with Wayne Memorial obviously right. this is their first right. Kayla, first Kayla Webb you know won it last year yeah, so right. I that think was, that hurt Camry Clegg right uh, but you also have but, Asha Petrie and, and, yep. Webb, and, and Webb that did play and right. win That's Webb did win people saw them yeah so they're going to split their votes here Webb's yeah. got two that Hampton Webb's yeah. <laughs> got two rings that's right. Kayla's got two rings. Well, you know what? Then again, uh, Frank Orlando is, uh, you know, as I talk to him, of course, is going to immediately pull up, you know, there's a there's a country day uh, disdain no, there is, there is out there. Yes. I mean, that's true. Yes. I don't think you can argue it. I, yes. I, I tend so, to agree with that. Uh, for boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, there's that 600-pound gorilla in the room. <laughs> right. It's a country day, yes. you know, anti-country day right. feeling. So. It, it, it's true, and the only other thing that, uh, and you know, one of the things that you know, that, there's nothing that can be done about that. But Frank was just saying, you know, I really would think it would be smarter uh, in the future if they would just let the playoffs play out, I agree. and then they vote. What's the What's the reason you have to do it early, Lauren? Yeah, I have never agreed with you <laughs> as much as I am with oh, that. Wow, I think it's ludicrous. Yeah. to move it up. Where they had it between uh, the regionals and the quarterfinals to now uh, the Friday of the regional finals. I, yeah. uh, I could go off on this. Right. See, now, see, right. I, why it's, do, why it's do too we early. have the high school trophy voting after the season? Right. There's a reason. Of course. Why do we do our Mr. Football selection right. exactly. after the season? Because we need to see it all. See, see what I would like to see, and obviously BCAM has their hand in, in you know, the MHSA halftime shows. Um, you know, because they do a trophy presentation at some point. Why not at least wait until after maybe the quarterfinals to make a decision on who who Mister 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 Basketball is, and then at the halftime of the Class A or Class B or Class C, whatever it might be, make then you make the presentation. Yeah, yeah. All, all five players or however make many players. Yes. Right. That that would be a to be climactic. Right. It would be climactic. Yes. That's in front of that's in front of all the girls basketball fans. You're probably going to want to see the award. Right. And, and it's it's big news to release on one of the biggest days of of girls basketball for the yeah. entire season. You so make it bigger. Yeah. So so I do not ask Dan that question, Dan Young, when you see him <laughs> later in the podcast, because I'm sure you're thinking, Lord, I'm waiting for the question. I do not ask it, but I will. I will bring it up next week when we are talking about boys, and uh, we'll kind of wrap it up with because I think the 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 same could be said for Mr. Basketball too. I think you you know um, 
You've got. You, I think you could wait maybe till right after quarters, right? If you want to have your trophy at the finals, which they do, mm-hmm. um, you know, instead voting ends this week. Yeah. So March, you know, Monday, March nineteenth, they're going to hand out Mr. Basketball. So I'll kind of combo that. So one thing I did talk about with Dan, and that I'm Dan is coming up this. next in the podcast, is we talked about and uh, the stars that uh, our former high school stars that uh, are now competing in the NCAA tournament. And it was kind of fun just to go, for, for people who don't realize, the guys that came from here who are competing, and it's not just Michigan, Michigan State guys, although there are some of those. Uh, we talked about uh, just you know how neat it is that uh, here they are competing on the big stage. Uh, E.C. Matthews out of Rhode Island who played at Romulus High School. Yep. Uh, we followed him very closely in his career at Romulus. Uh, he could have been drafted... He was the best player in the state tournament his senior year. Yeah, he he was. was, and he could have been drafted last year in the NBA. He's obviously had some some injury issues, uh, but again, back there had some wrist uh, issues this year. I know he had some knee issues prior. Uh, Isaiah Livers at Michigan, of course, from Casey Central, the reigning Mr. Basketball, has done great off the bench. Uh, Austin Davis, people don't realize from Michigan, went to Onstead. Yeah. Uh, he has made some. What about, Buff- what about Buffalo? Nate Oates, yeah. uh, Nick Perkins. Yeah, yep. yeah, I'm coming. Oh, I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm giving you the whole. I'm giving you what I got. Then you can throw some. Uh, obviously, what Cassius Winston has done this year at Michigan State is uh, truly unbelievable uh, out of UD Jesuit. Xavier Tillman uh, yep. at Michigan State out of Grand Rapids Christian. He was a man among boys in high school. He's a man among boys. He's doing better than I expected him to do with yeah. his freshman year. He is playing well. Miles Bridges, we forget, started freshman. in the state of Michigan at Flint South with Western. And, uh, of course, Wes Clark at Buffalo and Nick Perkins out of uh, – West Clark out of Romulus and Nick Perkins from Milan, yep. that great Milan team uh, at Buffalo. And uh, obviously Nate Oates, the former both, what, both Wes and Nick won state titles. Yeah, yep. uh, Nate Oates is doing a great job at Buffalo. He really is. Matt coach of the year, and this is their second yeah, straight uh, tournament berth. Time they've been in the NCAA since he's been there. Yeah, so uh, you know, so if you, you watch the NCAA tournament this weekend, remember when you hear some names that there are some guys and yeah, you know, Buffalo and West Arizona in the first round. We, yes, West started at Missouri. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, and uh, then came over. I'm a big EC Matthews fan, so I may yeah. have picked uh, Rhode Island to do some damage. All right. Well, you know, they've played some big games this year, yeah, and if he's yeah. healthy, uh, they've got a, a pretty good surrounding cast yeah. uh, on that. And it's cool to see schools like, you know, Rhode Island, stuff like that. Right. You know, it's the great thing about NCAA basketball, uh, you know, and it's going to get crazy. St. Paddy's Day is Saturday, so it's going to be uh, nuts in day two of the tournament. Yep. Uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> and, yeah, and I will say this as we, we close it out. Uh, I think right now, the, I mean, just from our Mr. Basketball candidates alone, uh, the talent right now that is coming out of this state um, to the next level and many beyond, I am sure. Um, I would say that uh, boys basketball, men's basketball is in a really good position right now yes. here from the yeah. state of Michigan. Yeah, I, I look at the boys basketball in the state of Michigan. You look at, I don't know if I, you know, obviously I haven't been around for as long as everyone yeah. else. But there's so much firepower. It seems like from year to year, there's you know two or three stars and then some really good players behind it. I feel like we have five, six, and seven, if, eight, and nine, Terry ten stars. Yeah, maybe and, NBA stars. Right. And yeah. if Terry Armstrong and Dwayne uh, Washington would have stayed, we'd be even right. stronger. Right. Julian Dozier. Getting Josh Jackson too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Obviously. Yeah. No, no question. <laughs> Number three about pick it. in the NBA draft. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then obviously Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. From Burton Bendel. Yeah. Could be the rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's definitely the sixth man yeah. of the year yeah. for sure. 
Uh, yeah. It's been crazy. Pistons blew it on that one. So. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, thank you very much, Tom. Good to, good to see you. I hope you uh, land safely in your travels. Uh, and uh, no, it, do, it actually does look like a plane window behind you, which is kind of funny. So just a little bit. Um, we will, you know, good luck uh, covering the basketball finals, uh, girls' basketball finals. You can read all the Tom stuff at statechampsnetwork.com. Uh, go there right now. Bernie's Bites, the blogs. Hey, we're about to have up something up on uh, a little update on football recruiting. Okay, good. Uh, the, the kind of lead in that never, would be Roderick Hurd. Oh, yeah. Harrison's Roderick Hurd, uh, probably the last great Hawks gridiron superstar uh, just committed to Northwestern. Yeah. Sean DeMichigan offer. And then we had a couple other players uh, from the west side of the state that committed. By yeah. the way, I hear that Obio Gofu is already making an impact yeah, yeah. at Notre Dame in spring practice. Uh, so uh, I expect uh, him to be a... Um, a difference maker and real it, soon. If you can't make it to the girls' basketball finals, yes. can't st- you can't stream them for some reason, we will have all of the updates from every single game on our social media, State yeah. Champs Net on Twitter. Follow us there. We'll have everything you need. And, of course, we'll have highlights of all the games on statechampsnetwork.com. We've got some good boys uh, matchups, including some regional semifinal matchups uh, from this week. So make sure you check that out Sunday at 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. Dan Young is next. Guys, thank you. We'll be right back. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to DoughRazor.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Coaching basketball is a rewarding and challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting bcam.org because better coaching always matters. fun with a couple of things. Number one is that uh, we've got the men's basketball NCAA tournament starting this week. Uh, by the time you listen to this, there already may be crazy upsets, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to the weekend. But uh, one of the things that uh, I always find um, the most rewarding is seeing teams come in and remembering like, oh, that's right. We had a guy go there. Right. And a lot of these guys are doing well uh, for their team. So we thought we'd just comment, and maybe you don't know this, former Michigan high school stars who are now competing in the NCAA tournament this year. And I will go over just a few lists. I know you have a couple of the guys that I don't have on here, but then we can just uh, you know quickly uh, talk about what they meant to Michigan in right. high school and, and how well they're doing. So uh, E.C. Matthews, the – Great, great player out of Romulus High School is at Rhode Island. Uh, he is expected to go to the NBA. He was last year. Uh, you know, he was expected to be a top 50 pick. Now he could be a top 20 pick. He chose Rhode Island because Danny Hurley right? said, we're going to develop you from day one to go to the NBA as right. a lead guard. Right. Uh, he's a monster. Yeah. He's a really good kid. Left-handed. He's had a great career. He's had some injuries. Yeah, had a knee injury. Uh, this 15. year. And has uh, fought his way back. A wrist injury this year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, he's he's pretty cool. So uh, those who uh, watch the local teams, of course, uh, Michigan and Michigan State getting after it, and they have several. Uh, Isaiah Livers last year's Mr. Basketball from Kazu Central is uh, is coming off the bench for Michigan, doing a fine job. Austin Davis, somebody not remember, was uh, an Onstead. Uh, grad and uh, he has had some some good minutes here here Played, and there uh, in the Purdue game because they needed some uh, some weight yeah to guard that one big boy from Purdue <laughs> yeah exactly he's a big boy from Purdue too uh, Cassius Winston of course I think has exceeded uh, even his his ceiling was so high already going in right what he's been able to do so far uh, what he did at UD Jesuit was he's just miraculous and what he's doing at Michigan State. Um, it, it's almost like Foster Lawyers tracking like Cassius Winston, his incredible high school career, and now rolling into what he'll, will be a, a backcourt at MSU. Those two are uh, standing room only, packed house, <laughs> yes. anywhere you go. Right? Can you get a ticket? PT they just players. are, and they, they draw Izzo down almost. If he he has a chance, he tries to come down and see both, you know, Cassius yeah. when he was in high school and in Foster, so. They're both amazing. Yeah. Xavier Tillman is uh, also at uh, Michigan State from Grand Rapids Christian, who was a man among boys man at among Grand Rapids. He does not look like a freshman, does <laughs> yeah. he? <laughs> I mean, he didn't look like a senior in yeah, high school either. He looks like either. a junior in college right yeah. now. Yeah, he was uh, unbelievable and uh, just carried his, the load for his team last year, although they were not able to to get beyond the uh, the Wolves. Um you know, they were just due, but he certainly did everything he could. One more, uh, obviously, which was kind of uh, the people don't remember, Miles Bridges started his career at Flint Southwestern mm-hmm. before he moved around. In, Prep schools. Yep. And now is at Michigan State. Uh, in the MAC, uh, Wes Clark. Yep. At a from, Romulus. Uh, Romulus. At Buffalo. Uh, was named MAC Tournament MVP as uh, Buffalo got in, and that's his first shot at going to the NCAA tournament. He was at Missouri, yep. uh, had some troubles, uh, he's rebounded, gotten his act together, and is really doing well in Buffalo. His, his, high, his, first, his high school head coach. His high school head coach, and it's his coach, first. Uh, Buffalo's third in four or five years, but he, West Clark's first. And then um, uh, the big fella from Milan, yep. um, Nick Perkins, yep. who is, a, I believe, a sophomore now, left-handed, led Milan to a state championship. Yeah. Is uh, yeah. is a big guy in the in the in the mix. How about them drawing Arizona in the first game? I know. Oh my I gosh! Know. Right, I right. Know. What are you going to do? Matchups. You never know, right? You see what you happens. You never know. And you know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna survive in advance, you're gonna have to play those teams yeah. eventually. So yeah, they, you know, sometimes don't... if it's crazy right off the bat, um, you know, I think of you know a team like uh, like when Steph Curry was at Davidson. You know, I think they were a ten seed or something, and they had the you know they had to kind of roll through the mm-hmm. gauntlet, and they got all the way to the elite eight. They just kept right. going, and uh, you know that's what it is. You just and made a gate of Kansas a run, and mm-hmm. Kansas ended up winning it that year. Yeah, because I think that was in Detroit at Ford Field. Uh, yeah, uh, where I think you're right. We're like, who's this guy from Davidson? I know, <laughs> I know exactly. And now we all know. So uh, anyway, that's just a th- you know a couple thoughts on some some former stars it's who were fun. getting it done. You know, it's tournament time. So uh, you know, some of you out there again, if you're watching the games now, you know, look for these guys and and maybe you didn't know that they they played their high school ball here. They did. Uh, if you go to State Champs TV YouTube page, you could see all these guys in high school uh, playing, and uh, we'll see how they do it's in the tournament. Fun. Yeah. No no doubt about it. So the other tournament going on, of course, is the girls' basketball tournament. Like I said, we've got a full preview of the semifinals at, uh, on later on this podcast. 
Um, Dan is here just to comment on kind of, you know, some of the teams that he's seen and some of the teams that he, you know, got through the regionals, at least of the quarters, because we're recording this right before the quarters. Uh, very intrigued about Wayne Memorial and Heartland. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Memorial has Clegg, who's a Miss Basketball, and um, Heartland has the Hall of Fame coach, uh, and that's going to be a great matchup. Another one I'm interested in seeing is um, in Class C. Mm-hmm. That's uh, strong. Arbor, Class yeah. C is strong. Arbor Prep, uh, how they do, and uh, Saint Ignis is one of is our Miss Basketball chairperson, and then uh, Man right. De- Mandepsa. Wow. Yeah, it's C is really strong. Depsa has as Beecher. That's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, yeah, we could we could have Arbor Prep and 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 Depsa uh, on the grand finale. Yeah, uh, this is going to be really it, really interesting. A lot of big time players. Depsa has probably next year's uh, front runner for Miss Basketball. Yeah. Uh, she's she's incredible. Um, but looking at A Heritage. Uh, Heritage got Clarkston. East Lansing is still undefeated. They're, they're with Muskegon. Got Muskegon uh, in DeWitt. That's going to be a great game. Miss Basketball, Jada Hampton will yep. be uh, on display. Yep, undefeated. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Jada and Camry going up against each other in the uh, semifinals. Wouldn't I think that be cool? That would be an exciting. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, I said the Breslin, but it's not the Breslin. They're going to Calvin College this year. Calvin so. College in Grand Rapids yep. this year. Um that's going to be cool. Yeah, it'll uh, be an intimate setting. If you don't know, the reason that happened was because of not knowing uh, if Michigan State women or Mich- or University of Michigan women yes. had a home site first-round NCAA tournament, um, which is this weekend as well, so they could not you know, hold it at Michigan State. So they're going to try to figure that out. Next year they're going to flip-flop, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, so next year they're going to have what, the Next girls? year the boys' tournament is going to start a week before the girls' tournament to not get into that conflict. Oh. I know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I know. I know. Interesting. Right. The boys are going to start a week early. The boys so they're going to start, start a week. The boys are going to start at the, the same time the girls okay. this year. Okay. Just for one year because of how it falls so they can reserve the dates for the, for for the, the facilities. Center. Correct. Got it. Uh, and then and after that, it's anybody's. But the it's girls will still play at Calvin? Yeah, they have a two-year uh, contract? Yeah, I, I believe so. Okay. Um, so... We're going to see after next year what they what the MHSA decides to do yeah. with their venue, whether they can hold on to the Breslin or move to move to different venues. Yeah, so it's well, exci- you know, it's also exciting to I go th- somewhere else. Yeah, what I think would be fun uh, would be you know if we had some semis. This is what we do in football. You know, I know granted they're a week apart. Uh, but if you had some semis, maybe at some different locales, and then a finals locale, right? You you don't have to worry about reserving a building for right. two straight days, right? The, you know, the three straight days, excuse me, because they're exactly. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you talk about Little Caesars. Yes. you need three straight days, right? With hockey and the Pistons. And but the if Rivers, you just you had the it. finals there on a Saturday, you might have odds you that you might could play the able, finals. There. You might be able to, and do maybe it. you have you know you have fun with it, and you have semis at the Breslin and at Chrysler. Yeah, there's how uh, cool would that be? That, yeah, that would be yeah. that would be very cool. It'd be yeah. neat to need to ha- have Michigan in the in the turn, uh, um, but we'll see. We'll okay. see with these dates and with the. Uh, in the past, the girls NCA Michigan Michigan State did not. They would go to sites. Now they all have home yeah. opportunities. Yeah. So that's why this has changed in the last couple of years. So yeah. well, we'll see what happens. I know the girls enjoyed playing at the Breslin. It's a great environment. Central Michigan was cool. I, I, I really yeah. liked that venue for the girls. Yeah, they did that, that for a, good, a while. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it's a, it's a, 
Yeah, uh, that is a good spot. So when they look at it, they need they they need ten thousand seats for boys, and they would like to have five for girls. Right. So that's part of the process. Hmm. Maybe. At least um, from what I've heard. Maybe we could put a hockey rink inside uh, or a basketball court inside a USA Hockey Arena or something in Plymouth. That's a perfect facility. Right. It's loud. They got, yeah, they've yeah. got 8,000 seats. They've got good uh, – you know, the other thing is parking. That's you what know, I mean. They have great parking. Yes, there. and that um, Central Michigan, great parking. Great parking. Um, yeah, I know. It is an issue. It, it is. Really is. We were talking get, about it with quarters and the, and the issues we have at Callahan is it's just not enough. Yeah, I, I – uh, at Callahan, they – they lost a lot of parking when they added those soccer fields. And uh, even Oakland, when they play and they get big, big yeah. crowds at UAD, Oakland's uh, kids will bus from Oakland to Detroit. Right. So there's not great parking there, but it's it's such a great – Callahan's such a it neat is. place. And it's great to have games in Detroit. Um, but, yeah, our um, memo, just have a 7 o'clock quarterfinal there and right. everything's fine. The 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock uh, while the kids are still in school. It's a little bit, it makes uh, it difficult. Little bit of a problem, but it's yes. always fun going down to Callahan and getting Absolutely. in that old facility. It's just a great place. I think all the you know the, the college you know facilities should be used. I think it's, it's – it's, yeah. I think it could be great. It's a great right. high school. It's your – Exactly. It's the next level. It's the transition. There's it's, no question. It's great having a high school environment. Plus, Kinda, those kids have, I mean, for those schools, you have kids on campus now walking around. Right. Oh, I better tour this right. place. It's pretty cool. Uh, it'll be neat to go to Grand Rapids this weekend yeah. and uh, check that out and see how that goes, see what the crowds are like. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they love it. We're going to have uh, Miss Basketball. Um, she's going to be presented in the A game as well, Jana Hampton mm-hmm. as well, with yeah. United Dairy of Michigan. You know what? Uh, milk means more. Cool. That's uh, our partner, and okay. that's going to be fun. What's interesting is uh, this is almost unprecedented that we don't really have a contingent of West Side girls teams that are that's vying why, for the title this year. That's why they're I'll, usually right there. There's right. usually several. That's why I'm. Uh, I'll be very interested to see yeah. how 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 it lays uh, out. How it lays out. Yeah. Very. And normally we do. Yeah, I know. I know. Obviously, you've still got some schools not too far away. Obviously, Muskegon is is uh, is not too far, and uh, you know some of uh, some of these. Out- well, no, not really. That's about it. <laughs> so anyway, interesting. Um, one last thing. I know that uh, we want to just finish up here uh, with some B camp business because I know that there are still. Uh, nominations that need to get uh, sent in and things of that nature. Yes, nominations uh, are through April 1st. but uh, For we, the player awards. For the player awards. Um, so get your nominations in. We want to have as many nominations as we can for players. Also, coaches through your regional directors will be nominated here. Uh, and then in April, we get together, all our committees get together and hammer out everything for all the award winners. So yeah. uh, March is – we moved all those back to April 1st. Because um, we felt that uh, everybody's still, if, if you're still playing, yeah. uh, even if you're getting all the way to the state championship, you still have a chance to get everybody in. So we want to have as many nominations as we can so we can honor all the best coaches, players, and uh, teams, so when, and as well as academic. And then when do you, uh, and do you, do, how do you uh, pr- distribute those awards? So once they are, uh, once the committees meet and they go through, then they will be, uh, some are mailed, some are uh, emailed. Um, we've got a lot of different ways of sending certificates that okay. turn out just as well. Uh, and some um, will be awarded uh, at a later date. So, All right. Fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. So we're, uh, we're in crunch time now. Uh, the preview for 
girls basketball at Calvin College, the semis and finals. That's coming up next. Uh, I want to thank Dan, and thank I know that we have uh, we're planning on doing a podcast uh, out at the Breslin next week. So. Uh, if we do not see Dan earlier in the week, we will see him at the end of the week because he will be there, and most likely we'll probably do something right around uh, the end of the Class A game so we can get fresh reaction. And uh, I'll tell you what, if things play out the way I think so, I'm not only going to have some great teams, we're going to have some great players uh, that we're going to see both on the girls' side and the boys' side, and uh, really looking forward to see this you know, high level of competition. I think the game's going to be great, and I think the crowds are going to be large. Best time of the year. Yeah. Best time of the year. Great matchups. Standing room only. Yeah. Let's hope the weather uh, holds out. Excited and uh, to find out about Mr. Basketball here. Yes. Uh, that's going to be. That's it's just. A, it's just an outstanding group. Yeah. I mean, as good as I've ever seen. And as far in a as long, long time. yeah, as far as the guys goes, if you haven't been to the Breslin and to see the the MHSA finals, you got to do it. Uh, you get the whole day of games there. You you can right. Yeah. Or you and can re- pay for two. Yeah. And remember the semis. A lot of times. Are right. Absolutely off the, the best charts. Games, yeah. The best games yeah. because it, it's just uh, yeah. not that the finals aren't great too, but and, there's been some unbelievable uh, semifinal games that that you don't see well, on TV. Well, how about are, how about Southfield Christian and oh, Powers North Central last oh, year? Man. Ridiculous. Mean, just uh, Jeff calls it the best game high school game he's ever seen. Right. Right. Um, so ch- come check it out. D. It's worth exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, it's worth it. We're going to have great, great semifinals this year. So, yes, it's a Thursday and Friday. Uh, and and then finals are all Saturday. Right. They're all televised. But your right. Thursday, Friday, those are Th- those are not. Those are always fun. And, yeah. And you can watch them online. MHSA uh, TV will have it online. Uh, of course, watch the highlights on State Champs on Sunday. But uh, get out there. And if you get to the semis, you're going to get a great seat, too, which is awesome. So you really get a chance to enjoy it. And there's four games each day. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful. Yeah, and then you got your your uh, your college games too as well. It's the best oh, time. Oh yeah, that's the, right. It's uh, you don't want it to end. No, you just don't want it to end. No, but as soon as it does, we start gearing up for next year. And I can tell you that state champs and BCAM have some plans in the works. Yeah, can, I just want to say again, congratulations to all the coaches that put in all this time and effort for very little money, yeah. and they do it because they love the kids, they love to teach. They love to be in the mix, helping people grow and and get confident. And so, it's a pleasure to be on this show to just talk about you know the up and coming players and coaches and um, you know it's it's a great profession to be in. Absolutely. All right. Well, with that said, we'll see Dan next week. Thank you again. Stay tuned.